Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the morning show. Good morning, Andy. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. It's 2222 Tuesday. It's a palindromic day, one of 10 in the month of February, and a lot of people are excited because written in numerals, the date is 22222. It's a big day for uh, school students who will be writing that date um, a lot of times on the top of their paper. Do they still do that? They write uh, the date on the top of the paper? I think they do, yeah. So that'll be a great day. Mm -hmm. And gas is 333 today. Wow. So. How about that? All you need is twos and threes. Yeah, uh, palindrome date like today won't occur until March uh, 3rd, 2033. Well, that'll be, uh, <laughs> it'll be a while from now. Uh, we'll look it forward is a while. to uh, checking back in. If you're looking to celebrate a good time, uh, might be at 1022, which will be, and that's 1022 p.m. because in military time, that's 2222 on 2 22 Wow. That's perfect. Yeah. And it's a big day for getting married. In Las Vegas, uh, Clark County clerk reported they've reached a five millionth marriage license over the weekend, hmm. and they expect a big turnout today getting married. Yeah, the uh, grooms won't forget the date. <laughs> That's right. <It's>, uh, <laughs> It's interesting talking about weddings and bachelor parties. I have a bachelor party I'm going on. Did it's, you know that? It's a destination bachelor party. It seems like it. the bachelor parties have evolved um, over the years into that um, destination. Do you, did you have a bachelor party? I did. It was at the Oaks Clubhouse. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that sounds horrible. It's, I'm sure it was fun. It was. It's about who you have with you. And uh, the amenities included a uh, Coke machine. I, I just remember the Coke machine and some plastic <laughs> uh, table coverings and, I don't know, some, some food of some sort. Wow, that sounds fancy. <laughs> um, mine was in, um, of all places, Atlantic City, believe it or not. Now, shouldn't the uh, father of the groom be on... A bachelor party? Depends Depends where you go. Because I wasn't invited to yours. You went to your other son, Joey's. Yeah. Yeah. You went to Joey's. That was a... Uh, mine was not for um, for the fathers, I don't think. I don't think he wanted to go. It was uh, It was actually, believe it or not, it was Memorial Day 2007. Wow. And I know you thought Atlantic City was going to be uh, <laughs> glamorous and a gambling mecca, but it was it turned out to be a dump. It's unbelievable how dumpy it was even 15 years ago, but we still had a uh, good time. Um, I don't think we realized that we were in a recession in 2007, but no. we were certainly well into the recession <laughs> in 2007. And uh, that was evident by the boardwalk at Atlantic City. But... Um, yeah, it is. It's and it's so hard to keep up with the next person's bachelor party because if someone went to Vegas, then we've got to go to, you know. So, mm -hmm. but either way, small little golf weekend for me. And your brother's uh, bachelor party, similar theme, the gambling mecca of the Soaring Eagle. Casino. Yeah, that was fun, and yeah. um, that uh, you did attend. You and I was. Uh, I was the adult. I was in charge of keeping people <laughs> um, out of jail. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, how many people threw up in one night? It's awful. <laughs> yeah, crazy. So, um, you know, we've been talking about NFTs. Non, Guess what I did last night? Non fungible tokens. I bought 
an NFT. Really? Why? Why would you do <laughs> well, that? You hear, the, you hear them up there laughing? You don't understand regular money. I don't understand regular money at all. So I don't understand what I bought. No, Michigan released three and uh, officially licensed, so I had to buy two of them. How much are they? Uh, they were, I bought, um, they were one of, one of 250 that'll be sold, so I bought two of those at $50 each. <laughs> They're probably worth 10 grand right now. Yeah, right. What can you do with them? Uh, yet to be determined. I have to uh, set up some type of uh, polychain block thing on my phone just so I can uh, look at them. But yeah, I'll send you a screenshot so you can have it too. Nice. The uh, weather is uh, making news. We have rain right now, and it's going to be uh, raining all day today. Uh, in fact, the uh, National Weather Service says heavy rain is a likelihood, and with that uh, flooding, we've got the ground frozen, we've got melting snowpack, and we've got falling rain. High today, 53. Right now, 48, and it's going to be windy today, too. And at uh, 8.36 a.m., Doppler radar tracking thunderstorms out over Lake Michigan. These thunderstorms have a history of producing hail up to a nickel size mm. over the Chicago area, and the storms aren't on their way here. They've weakened some, but they'll have the capability of producing penny-sized hail through noon today across the area. So watch out for penny-sized hail. I will. And that's a, that's a reduction from the nickel-sized hail. I will that's watch out for both of those. Mm -hmm. A lot of people were enjoying the weather yesterday, taking walks. The parks were busy. Um, it's amazing how much standing water you can still see everywhere. I think everyone's mm -hmm. yard's dealing with it. But um, my wife and daughter went on a walk and took the dogs, and um, they got wet in those puddles and uh, just about ruined the house. Is that the first time the dogs have been out of your house? No, they, <laughs> they've stayed in hotels. They've been to North Carolina. Oh, that's right. They, um, but yeah, they, they, don't, uh, they don't like to go for walks in the winter. But they don't go out, they don't walk outdoors, do they? What do you mean? You carry them when you go places. Depends. Oh. We, we have to carry one. Hmm. Yeah. So, hey, did I tell you I bought an NFT last night? <laughs> Speaking of NFT, Juwan Howard was suspended, and I think uh, everyone is okay with this suspension. You know, I don't, I didn't want to see him fired, and I think at the end of the day, I don't think Michigan State fans wanted to see him fired either. So, uh, Juwan, he did apologize uh, finally. Finally, finally apologized. Two days later, <laughs> and. Uh, oh, come on, Noah. You know what? <laughs> That's ridiculous. Uh, actually, the Detroit News was calling for his firing. <laughs> yeah, you know what? We were talking about this last night. You know, a lot of the a lot of the writers, you know, trying to steal those national headlines, and I think that's <laughs> what you saw out of uh, the Detroit Free Press writer you're, you're seeing. I think his headline was "Fire Juwan Howard." That was uh, Nolan Finney in the Detroit News, the Detroit Free Press, okay, not calling for his firing, but calling for a much severe suspension than he received. So he's out for um, how many games? Five, five games. games. Five games, the final five games of the regular season, fined $40,000, and uh, also three players were uh, suspended. And the coach of Wisconsin, Greg Gard, fined $10,000. I thought that was a little light. A little light? Yeah, I thought he, he probably should have been maybe 35000 He touched his elbow. Yep. Yeah. Them's fighting words. <laughs> Yep, he stopped him in his track, so he uh, presented aggression toward another man. That's what I read from that. 
So a uh, little dust up, but again, not good for college basketball and not good for sports. So mm-hmm. we'll move on, hopefully. Well, uh, and the story isn't over yet because there's going to be further, a lot of people think there's going to be further uh, repercussions once the uh, season's over. We'll see. We'll see. Hopefully something else will happen, and just like everything in our news cycle, people will forget about it. What do you think their odds are now? Uh, They're just uh, struggling to uh, have a decent enough record to make the tournament. What is the... uh, impact of not having their head coach and three of their players well that's uh the the biggest impact is uh the two players they won't have uh you know for their next game which is a game you need to win michigan state's on the schedule i believe that's march 1st um so yeah i think if it's after this little dust up i think if it's close the committee's gonna not include michigan this year um just they don't they won't want that extra uh, newsworthy item where everyone's talking about uh, crazy Juwan. So I don't. Crazy I think, Juwan. Do they have a swear jar in the uh, uh, Big Ten? I don't know, but you know what? Juwan's taken a lot of heat, but he is one of the best guys there is. So mm-hmm. everyone needs to back off Juwan. <laughs> well, your your opinion is tainted by your fandom. It is true, and I know that. So, hey, the Chamber Night of Distinction is uh, tomorrow night. Are you going? Uh, yes. yes, are you? I will be out of town. Oh, shoot. Yes, yeah, so I will check uh, for wonderful photo gallery from, uh, I believe Sarah's going to be there. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it should be a fun night. Weather should not be an issue this time no. around. Uh, luckily, because uh, if they had scheduled it for a Thursday, which was the original date, yeah. that could have been a problem because it's um, likely we'll be getting some sort of weather event at the end of the week, and the weather service is saying, uh, measurable snow, probably not more than four inches for uh, Thursday night and Friday. So, still too s- soon to tell. I, you know, th- it's 50 degrees practically, and you can't. Th- but that happened last week. It was warm, and then it was snow. Yeah, should be a great event though at the Michigan Theater, and then of course afterwards. Can you still get tickets to that? Veritas? You know, I think you have to call. You should call the chamber and ask, um, see what they have available still. Our uh, we, yesterday was. Washington's birthday, a federal holiday, so and a state holiday, so and a county holiday. So we had no COVID numbers, but COVID Act now has reduced the risk level for both Jackson County and the state of Michigan as numbers continue to decline in number of new cases, hospitalizations, deaths, and positivity rates. So we're seeing uh, continued good news as uh, we hopefully are nearing the end of the pandemic. I hope so, yeah. If you look at uh, kind of your personal situation and, and what you've dealt with the last four months, you probably knew a ton of people that had COVID. Mm-hmm. And uh, hopefully in the last little bit, you haven't, you don't know anyone that's had it. At least that's the case I've, I've found myself in. Mm-hmm. All schools in the state of Michigan are back in person with the exception of one school, according to State Senator Mike Shirky, says there's one district still um, not in person. In really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's amazing. What district is that? I, I forgot. Huh. We'll yeah. have to look that up. Um, yeah. We were talking about Russia and Ukraine. Do you have any information on that? No, except, um, you know, the modern day Hitler, uh, Vladimir Putin, is uh, moving troops into uh, separatist regions in the Ukraine, mm-hmm. and already somebody has been killed today. So they've issued uh, Russian 
passports over the course of the last however many years to a certain section of Ukraine to take over Ukraine well, to start? There's two sections, there's two major uh, small sections of Ukraine that do want, that claim to want to be part of Russia. Right, the separatist part. The separatist part. And that's where Putin has moved troops in. And it's what everyone that is in the know feels is the first step toward uh, an all-out full-scale uh, war. And I believe uh, Russia has 200,000 troops on the border right now. So yeah, Just it shy is, of that, yes. Yeah, it, I think it's scary because you have no idea what's going on uh, whatsoever. Um, there's there's seven-year-old school children uh, huddling uh, under their beds yeah. in the capital of Ukraine right now because they're afraid they're gonna their house is gonna get bombed and it's possible. It's just it's crazy. It's inexcusable that this is happening uh, in 2022. Yeah, it's uh, absolutely crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, Brandon looked up flights to Ukraine. Just you know. Are people flying into Ukraine? I don't think the State Department is going to let you go to Ukraine. Well, he did find one on Expedia for (laughs) under $500. Spirit Airlines? So I don't think Spirit (laughs) flies into Ukraine. Um, Definitely not. Yeah, we'll check on the Airbnb rates as well. Um, But yeah, we're probably not a... Maybe we should go there for our bachelor party. It's tragic. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, It's so... And it's so far from you that you really just, it's, you have a hard time understanding yeah. what's really happening. Well, Russia, it's such a huge country. The, the government uh, has control over so much land and so many people that they want more. It's just, it's just unbelievable that this egomaniac uh, is... You be careful what you say now. There's, <laughs> there's, right. there's audio coming through somewhere to... I know you were upset. So was I. And so really was the entire golf world at the uh, tragic fire at Oakland Hills Country Club last week. The 100-year-old clubhouse destroyed completely by fire. And yesterday, Oakland Hills President Rick Palmer said, we are going to rebuild. Damn right you are. And they're going to build a replica of what the iconic clubhouse was before the fire. So they're going to build it exactly like it was. And that is exactly what they should do. It's going yeah. to take three or four years, oh, I think, you know, maybe longer. Um, but uh, the pro shop and uh, golf operations luckily were unharmed, surprisingly, in mm-hmm. this massive uh, fire. So it'll, be, it'll look a little different. They'll have some temporary structures out there, but golf will go on at uh, Oakland Hills. Yeah, I'm sure there's going to be some repair. I'm sure there was a fire truck or drove on to the greens to get to uh, the clubhouse to fight yeah, the fire. Yeah, but I've just a, uh, you know, for anyone who loves golf history and knows kind of what was in that building, um, hopefully a lot of it was to be saved. Um, but just, yeah, a lot of Michigan golf in that, uh, mm-hmm. in that building really is a museum. Yeah, and luckily they did uh, locate a lot of the memorabilia in the early, day, in the early uh, minutes of the fire. Mm-hmm. And we're able to rescue a lot of it. Yeah. So that is good news. Here's yeah. another, got another fire out in the Atlantic Ocean. Have really? you heard about this? I haven't There's heard There's a about boat this. fire. It's happening right now. And this boat is full of over uh, 1,400 luxury cars. Oh, no. Yes. Around 1,100 Porsches, 189 Bentleys. Oh, my gosh, Brandon. And an unspecified number of Audis. And you know what's causing the fire 
chips. The lithium ion batteries in the cars, in the electric cars. Oh boy. Started on fire. And this is what I'm afraid is going to be the first of many stories like this. These electric cars, they are going to self-combust. People, their garages, people are going to park these in their garages. In the middle of the night, they're going to catch on fire. They're Some going to be, are. They're going to drive down the highway. They're going to catch on fire. You think? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. You've been waiting for a story like well, this. Well, it's, 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 uh, people haven't thought out the full uh, implication of electric vehicles. And this is one of the bad things. So... $50 million. Is that going to be your platform? Of cars. When you run for office. Yeah. Uh, probably a lot of uh, rich people upset that their cars will not be delivered. And they probably had to wait months to get those yeah. anyways. Ugh. Bentleys. And probably going to some famous people. Similar topic. You did? Maybe I is your Bentley on there? Hmm. Yeah, I would check on that, Brandon. And the, the self-driving car? That's never going to happen. <laughs> it's never going to happen. You kind of? On type right now, but <laughs> no, it really won't. It won't happen. So what are you? What price. are you talking about? It already is happening. It's not going to happen in practicality in real life. Every in Jackson, day today, anywhere. Michigan. Okay, it's not going to happen. Let's get to uh, some sports. Brought to you by Extreme Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Hey, they have a great new oil change building. Get you in and out. Grab coffee, snacks while you wait. I highly recommend the Extreme Dodge oil change. Boys basketball, Hanover Horton, big, big blowout win over Addison, 69-32. to 32. Nice win for HH. Addison continues to struggle. Grass Lake beat Manchester, 66-38. And in girls basketball, Addison beat Hanover Horton by one, 34-33. And Springport knocked off rival Concord and see... Uh, our Scholar Athlete of the Week this week is Ryan Locke from Springport, and uh, Springport continues to roll. What's coming up on deck tonight? Tonight, a lot on the boys and girls basketball schedule. Oh, what a, every, every team just about is playing. Every team is about playing. Where should we go? Let's be, let's go live from Grass Lake. Arbor Prep at Grass Lake live tonight on JTV, two of the top teams in the state. You do not want to miss that game. A lot of Division I talent on the floor tonight, so uh, check that out again. We'll be live from Grass Lake. Coverage around 6.45 p.m., and uh, this should be a great game. And that's on deck, so, yeah. Tonight, 6.45, pregame show, tip-off, 7 o'clock, live on JTV. Should be a good game. Yeah, should be great. Today's show is brought to you by Addison Awning. Addison Awning specializes in custom design, business and residential awnings of all shapes and styles and an expert in boat covers. See their booth at this weekend's Home Builders of Jackson and Garden Show at the American One Event Center and that's this Friday, Saturday and Sunday. You could use one of those Addison Awnings over your uh, patio. You're not kidding. Who's on the show today? Oh, we have a great show today. We have Bridget Simone from Community Choice Credit Union, Dave Oswald from The Hobbit Greenhouse, and Tyler Griswold from Jaha. We're going to learn about try hockey for free. All that coming up next. 
Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Joining us now on the morning show is member center manager from Choice Credit Union, Bridget Simone. Hi, Bridget. Well, hello, Bart. Hi, morning. Andy. Good morning. Good to see you. Nice Good to be here. Good to see you as well. Yeah, you're out on uh, Parnell at uh, Community Choice uh, Credit Union. I am. And you are kicking off your annual uh, scholarship application uh, period uh, this month. We're winding down though. We are, we are, we are in the final hours of our application process. Um, the deadline for the application is actually February 28th. So definitely encouraging everyone to get those um, applications into us. It is a, they, we give out 21 or 25 rather scholarships every year for a total of $100,000. So yes, there's $15,000 available for graduating high school seniors who plan to attend college here in Michigan. We also realize that, you know, education can really be a lifelong journey. So we do also provide six 2,500 continuing education scholarships, um, maybe recertifications, a higher degree someone is pursuing. And then we realize, you know, how important the skill trade is going to be for the future, especially here in Michigan and in mm -hmm. the nation. So we've also added on four $2,500 skill trade programs um, for individuals who are looking to go and get a certification in a specialized skill. Oh, you guys have uh, given away 1.3 million in scholarships since 2009. That impact uh, on the community is um, really probably hard to measure. But you uh, you focus on uh, folks that do want to come back to Michigan. That want to stay Talk here. Talk about that. Yeah, that want to stay here and attend school in Michigan. So um, the program really started in 2009 when we started the, um, by great numbers, people leaving Michigan. So mm -hmm. the credit union thought it was really important to put something together to try to support um, Michigan and people wanting to stay here to continue their careers in Michigan as well. So it's just been a really great thing to be a part of. Since 2009, we've given out over 200 scholarships and we are one of the largest scholarship programs um, get, by a credit union both nationally and here in the state of Michigan. So it's just really something to really be proud of. Yeah, and we've actually had quite a few Jackson area students benefit from these mm -hmm. scholarships. We have. We have years um, through different um, times at the credit union, I get to do lots of different things with this process. So um, sometimes I'm going out to the schools and I'm just letting everyone know that, hey, this is available. This is the process in which you can obtain one of these scholarships. Sometimes I actually get to do the scholarship, um, the questions that there is an interview. There is an interview. So in a to 1,000 word essay and you know the credit union philosophy is people helping people and when we talk about our commitment to our members we use the phrase give big and so the essay asks applicants to recognize a time where maybe an organization um, came in and made a difference in their community or in their school or maybe when they were able to have the opportunity to give big and give back and what difference they were able to make in someone's lives um, so it's just it's a 
really great process. I enjoy doing the interviews. And then, of course, we have, um, we have a gathering where all of the students are presented with their scholarships as well. So, and it's been great networking. The, um, those who have won the scholarship have really kept in contact over the years. So it's been great networking for them as well. Yeah, and I know what you really like to do the most, and that is the surprise. Remember we went out to, I think it was Western, we were out in that giant publisher's clearinghouse <laughs> yes, check. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of fun to show up at someone's house and we put yard signs in the winner's yards, you know, and celebrate what they have accomplished. And we come in with balloons and, you know, just really make a big deal and uh, make a special day for the applicants that win those scholarships, absolutely. So at uh, what age should folks apply? Obviously, you can apply now, but uh, normally when, uh, when should you apply for scholarship. Yeah, absolutely. So we open up the scholarship process at the end of every year and then it runs through February 28th of the following year. year. Um, and again, because of the variation in the types of scholarships, um, definitely I would encourage those high school seniors to take care of the fit or take advantage of the 15,000, five, 15,000. Well, maybe that again, $15,000, $5,000 scholarships rather. But then when it comes to the continuing education and the skills trade, I mean, really, there is no age requirement right. on those. Um, we've had um, people who are maybe just finishing those four years apply, and then we've had people who have gone into their career, now they're going back to school, and they also can apply for those as well. And that uh, is something that's a really recent addition to the, the program, the uh, skilled trades, the career tech. It is. It is. You know, um, we realize how important those industries and those skills are, and we really want to be there to be able to support um, support those that are interested in those fields and are interested in those careers, so that we can keep that talent here in Michigan. It's a pretty simple process to apply as well. You just go to MichiganScholarship.com, and it's all right there online. You don't have to even leave the website. You fill the application and. I hit send and you're uh, you're in the running. You should apply. Every dollar yes. matters, especially with the uh, continuing rise in the cost of higher education. Absolutely. Every little dollar matters. So awesome. That's great. So you're in charge of uh, the member center. What I else? Am. Are what else uh, are you helping members with right now? Oh, well, it's, it's an exciting time at the credit union. Um, there's several different things that are going on right now. Um, one thing that I've really been able to help quite a few members with is our home equity product. So mm. right now we have a, um, the credit union is covering five, up to $500 in closing costs. So typically in most scenarios, that really is covering the entirety of those closing costs. So it's a great product for members to be able to to that equity in the home, maybe to make a repair, or do some debt consolidation, and not have any costs coming out of their pocket. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. And uh, those are uh, an easier loan to obtain too, right? Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, you know, and it's worked out really well. There's so many different things, you know, whether it be a roof, maybe you have a debt that you'd like to consolidate. It's a, it's a much lower interest rate than trying to go out and obtain it in maybe a personal loan or something like that. So it really benefits the members all the way around. Yeah. That's great. Well, uh, thank you to you and uh, Community Choice for continuing to uh, support our uh, our students in education Absolutely. and, and uh, donating all those scholarships. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Bridget Simone from Community Choice Credit Union. We'll be right back after this break.
Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Welcome back to the morning show. With us now is co-manager at Hobbit Greenhouse, Dave Oswald. Good morning, Dave. Good morning. I can't wait to, uh, to be educated because I have the least green thumb in the country. <laughs> yeah. That's yes. up for debate. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. At first I thought you brought a tray of brownies. <laughs> uh, you can eat them if you'd like. What's it I like don't. at uh, Hobbit right now? A little okay. wet? It's, uh, uh, we still have snow piles. We started yesterday uh, working down in the greenhouses and uh, cuttings are coming in today to start sticking those to get them growing and ready for spring. Um, right now I have very little nursery stock there. That's all coming in after the 1st of April through May into June and uh, uh, it's going to be a crazy year, like it always is. Yeah, it's, it's too early for spring fever. People don't get excited about the 50-degree temperatures. It's, it's, gonna, it's not going to last. No, it's not going to last. 20, 28 degrees tomorrow yeah. for the high. So, and the ground is still like a rock, so it's... Dave, what is that, all this standing water that we see everywhere? What is, what is, does that have any implications or... We're not going to be planting anything yet, so it doesn't really matter. It just seems like I've seen so much yes. standing water all over the county. Yes. Uh, the situation that we've had this year, in the past, we've had freeze-thaw, freeze-thaw. Mm -hmm. So when we get a puddle of water, it three days later, it's thawed out, water goes out the bottom. Um, this year, it got cold, and it stayed cold. And there is frost in the ground. I don't know how deep but I tried the, this morning to dig a hole in my backyard because I've got standing water. I wanted to get it away from the house and there's no way. It's, it'd be better digging here. Um, so when the frost is in the ground deep, the water can't go anywhere other than, other than evaporation. We have had wind, yes, very little sunshine mm -hmm. to evaporate the water. So it's just sitting on top of the ground right now. And when it does thaw out, the water will go. But it's going to take a while. Yeah. What, uh, what do you have here? Okay. So walk, me through, uh, walk me through what we have going on here. Okay. The, uh, this is a new product this year that uh, my wife and I discovered at our trade show last October in Indianapolis for our main supplier. Um, Here's that nail. Um, these trays, in the past we've carried what are called alley pot trays, mm -hmm. which are small. They're approximately inch, inch and a quarter in diameter. These are deep enough, they're wide enough that you get plenty of root growth in these. Plus it's easier to take care of. Mm -hmm. um, little greenhouse dome. What you end up doing is you water by filling the tray. 
Yeah. I can do that. Yeah, you can do that. And then you don't touch it until the water's gone. Okay. Okay, so you don't have to sit there and look at it all day long, every day, thinking, oh my gosh, they need a drink. It's like changing ice cube, filling ice cube trays. Well, sometimes go. that can be more difficult than it looks. What, uh, okay, so now, now we're Okay, so you've got your water in here. You've got this. It's pulling water up from below. So this whole cube. Mm-hmm. Right now they're not because I didn't want to have water all <laughs> over the place. Yeah, it feels like uh, cork or something. But yeah, it's, sort of. Yeah. It is soil. Okay. Soil last. Fill try. it with water first. Feels like soil. It feels like soil. Feels like soil. Yeah. <laughs> it is soil. It looks like cork. Feels like soil. But yeah. uh, um, once you get these wet by uh, watering from below, um, and these beings they've dried out, they've uh, uh, the holes are not big enough. And I'm going to put some corn in. You would not do corn in this. Okay. Corn goes right in the ground when the weather's right. Mm -hmm. uh, but like for tomatoes, peppers, even cucumbers, which is a larger seed. Um, so this is to start something in the house. In the house. How soon? Or can you do it now? Yeah. Oh. As long as you got light. Yeah, as long as you now. have light, you have it now. I've noticed a lot of people are, are growing their own vegetables, yeah. I think, since the pandemic. Have you seen a lot more uh, it has customers? exploded. Yeah. Um, people think that, and plus with the shortages in the grocery stores, um, people have been thinking they're going to plant their own garden, mm -hmm. which is a great idea. And then they realize how much work is involved. <laughs> so we did lose a little bit last year from the year before. But from indications this year is that it's going to be a good year for this kind of thing again. People are going to put this in their yard. Mm -hmm. um, but it's, it's pretty simple. All right, so you're going to plant the corn. I'm going to plant a couple of corn seeds. Just dream that out a little bit. Just an average nail. Just a nail. Panel work, um, whatever. And beings that came out, mm -hmm. that's what they look like. Okay. Plenty of room for root development. So, like I said, you're not gonna do corn, but a smaller seed, that's why I brought a nail. You just take it. Put it in your nail hole. Stuff it down in the hole. Then when it's full, and with this, greenhouse, with this setup, there's 50, tra or 50 pockets here. And, so you can plant your whole garden in one tray. Wow, that's amazing. Then you put that right over the top. It does snap down, but I'm not gonna snap it. Um, you have a greenhouse. Huh. Hmm. That's pretty cool. That's pretty great. And uh, um, yes, when the plants are this tall, that's why you wouldn't do corn. Sure. You've gotta take it off. Mm -hmm. But uh, this, this is reusable. And you can set everyone up at uh, The Hobbit. Yeah. They, they uh, tell you what they want and you send yeah. them on their way. We have our vegetable seeds in. We have our flower seeds in. I've got seed potatoes, which obviously not in this. But uh, uh, seed potatoes are coming in first week or so of March. Um, onions are coming in about the same time. Um, and those you just put in the ground. When uh, when should people uh, can people pre-order some of the trees and shrubs you have coming in, or how is that working out now? Okay. Or you kind of have to figure out what's coming in and when. 
the way the way I do it is if somebody oh, I took an order yesterday for a landscaper that uh, he needs 28 of one variety of plants. So I pulled it up off my spreadsheet and looked to see how many I had ordered and don't have nearly enough. Mm -hmm. So I called my nursery this morning over the west side of Michigan and uh, um, added 30 more to my order for him. And uh, uh, for the homeowner, if they call me up and call us up and do you have such and such coming in? Mm -hmm. Yes. Tentative ship date, April 15th. Well, I'll be in on the 17th. And that's how we do it. Okay, so yeah, call and plan, right? Yeah. Um, it's, it has worked out well that way. Good. These are... Uh... Okay. Those are a little bit different. These are cow pots made from cow manure. Yes, you have to buy potting soil for these. But for like a, uh, uh, if you want to grow tomatoes this tall in the house, use this. Huh. Um, just fill it up with soil. If you want to, once you get your seeds germinated in this and they're up to what's called the second or third true leaf, then you can take this whole thing out, put it in there, fill it with potting soil, and they'll continue growing. A Christmas miracle. I think I'm just going to go see Dave. What? <laughs> Okay. Oh, this is really heavy. Very heavy. That is an organic fertilizer from Higher Bricks that uh, 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 comes out of Ohio. And if I might make the comment, I, my Amish friends swear by this. Yeah. Hmm. And if you drive down Homer, mm -hmm. Quincy, down in there and see their gardens, this is the stuff. That's the stuff. Wow. That's awesome. And that's totally organic. Hmm. And even the non-organic yeah. is awfully close. Is it? And we have, this is for your basic vegetables. I have tomatoes. I have for uh, berries, strawberries, raspberries. I have a corn fertilizer from them. Nice. Um, I used it last year on mine. I almost wish I hadn't because I had more green beans. Than <laughs> really? My wife froze so many green beans that it wasn't funny. Huh. I need to get some of this. And and I think uh, Brandon might be eyeing some of this for his father, uh, Master oh, Gardener yeah. Dave Dowley. Um, some of this stuff would be great. That works extremely well. The other product that I brought, this is from the same company as does the trays. Um, this is another fertilizer. Pretty much organic. Um, and this is an insecticide fungicide. Okay. So the only thing that you have to worry about, vegetables, flowers, whatever, in a tray like that in the house, is you do not get enough air circulation and sunlight to help hold especially fungus in check. And uh, you've got a closed situation, closed environment, and the uh, uh, you are going to get a little bit of mold, possibly some fungus. This will prevent that. So my advice would be to go see Dave and tell him exactly what you want to do, what you're trying to do, and get the right products. What are your hours real quick, Dave? Hours are 9 to 6. Right now it's 9 to 5. Once we get going, it's 9 to 6. Cool. Monday through Saturday. 
10 to 4 on Sunday. Awesome. And just to let people know what my wife and I have done as far as ordering nursery stock, we have a lot of weird stuff coming in this year. Uh, just for a number so I could cite something, I counted the number of Japanese maple varieties I've got coming in this spring. It's 25. Wow, amazing. And we found a new supplier out in Oregon that grows, at last count, about 450 varieties. Oh, that's amazing. I, I, I had no idea. Amazing. Well, the opportunity is now. Go see Dave as uh, we prepare for spring and summer. Dave Oswald from the Hobbit Greenhouse. Thanks for being with us today. No problem. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. We'll be right back. More of the morning show after this. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. With us now from Jaha, Jackson Area Hockey Association, here to talk about Try Hockey for Free is Coach Tyler Griswold. Good morning, Coach. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Now, I, you coach 6U. Yes. I mean, that's as hard as it gets, in my <laughs> opinion, coaching. That's harder than coaching an NHL team, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> it's, uh, it, it's a ton of fun. Um, you know, and as we're trying to build a program and do things like this, try hockey for free, we keep adding more, and it uh, becomes more challenging, but more fun watching these kids, you know, develop and grow every time they're on the ice. So, Is it, uh, is it hard for you? Um, to realize that they're only six sometimes. <laughs> it, it is, it is. You know, we were at that uh, tournament this weekend up in Traverse City and uh, we had two teams from our 6U program there and two teams from our 8U uh, program there. And, uh, you know, just hearing some of the parents stuff up there, it, you have to remind them that, hey, it's they're six yeah. years old, four to six years old, you know, uh, on our program. So it's awesome. Uh, but they're coming a long ways. There, there's a picture of our uh, uh, one team there. That's still team one. Um, but we took 14 kids up there, um, you know, and, and not to scare people off from try hockey for free. This was like the one one tournament that we did out of town, just, yeah. you know, fun time. So, um, but you really, Tyler, you bond with the other parents and the kids get to know each other. And it really does develop the sense of, of team and program. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and that's that's why we're doing this try hockey for free event um, in about two weeks. Uh, Saturday, March 5th from 1 to 2 o'clock. Um, we did one this past November and had, we had about 74 kids register and about 58 that actually showed up. Cool. And from that, we added 24 additional kids uh, to the program. So we had 12 to start the year. Uh, we're up to 36 now. Uh, you know, and, and just looking to get more kids and families interested in hockey. And uh, by doing these events, hopefully we can build the program back up so like when I was a kid, there's, there's my son there. Awesome. <laughs> um, hopefully we can build the program back up where, you know, we can try and offset some of these costs, you know, right. um, even the house teams right now are traveling all over because hockey numbers are down. So my goal is to, my goal for next year originally was 40 kids. Since we almost hit that this year, I'm, I'm up in the Andy trying to get to about 60 kids or so that hopefully we can have four to six teams. Um, you know, at the 6U level, which 6 and 8U builds it all the way up for all the teams going through. Um, and then we, you know, we can have our own inter-squad leagues again like right. we did when I was growing up. Yeah. So, 
in that age, kids are losing their teeth anyway, so why not just play <laughs> hockey? <laughs> exactly, exactly. It, it looks like some real tough hockey players. At, it's uh, hard to lose six, a tooth at old. that age on the ice. I don't think you can. can you? <laughs> well, they've got all the cages, and the, yeah. I mean, there's it's the padding. It's the actual equipment probably weighs more than the kid. Yeah, you know, and it's uh, that's one of the struggles. You know, when I first learned how to skate, is you know they got all that bulky equipment on, but you know once they get that down, it it, uh, it works pretty well. So. Sometimes, uh, you know, without knowledge, just, you know, the rumor of, oh, my gosh, it costs so, so much to play hockey. And equipment is expensive, but there's so many ways to get equipment. I mean, your teammates are constantly growing in and out of skates. It's, it's really, it's not as bad as, as, uh, as people think. Yeah, yeah. And, and for the Try Hockey for Free event, we have, uh, I think it's about 60 sets of equipment for people to try out for, for that day. Um, and also last year we, uh, we were letting kids come out that couldn't make that event. Um, and we'd use the same equipment that Jaha and, you know, Optimus have there. Mm -hmm. Optimus is great about, you know, their, uh, used equipment sales and stuff too. Cause at that age, you know, they're growing quick and, uh, mm -hmm. you know, you don't want to be buying brand new skates every year or whatever. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, um, like I said, we've got about 15 kids right now uh, registered for the event. Uh, again, that's Saturday, March 5th, uh, 1 to 2 o'clock. Um, we've got room for 60. So, what are they going to do? Um, what are the, what is uh, what is the hour like? What's the hour like on the ice? Yep. So we try and, and mimic as much as possible uh, how we run our 6U practices uh, based on the ADM American Development Model. Um, we break our practices up into six different stations mm -hmm. uh, and work on the various ABCs of hockey, agility, balance, coordination, and speed. Because at that age, it's really more about you know, the individual skills and, and getting them to work on their skating, on their edge work, um, and all of that. And then as we get older, we're working on you know, the additional teamwork and mm -hmm. you know, plays and, and uh, things like that. But uh, you know, right now, it's just building a, a love for the game. So. Uh, we'll have some some fun activities out there for them for the try hockey for free, just like we do every every because it's got to be fun uh, mm -hmm. for them to want to come back and you know tell their friends at school like, hey, this hockey thing is a lot of fun. So yeah, it is fun. I I really wasn't around the sport until uh, my nephew started playing, and uh, he loves it. He does. Did you bring a clip from him? We have a clip. He was in Traverse City with <laughs> with Tyler and. They had this uh, tournament. And Did he stay on his feet, Tyler? Because he likes to go to the ground a lot. <laughs> he's in the goal. <laughs> yeah, glove save. <laughs> nice save. You know, he, he's got a knack for a glove save, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. He does. And that, uh, you know, goalie equipment's a, a whole other story there. But uh, we, we give yeah. all kids the opportunity. We've got, you know, quick change goalie equipment um, that we share with the 6 and 8U programs, too, to... Uh, to get kids involved in that and let them try that position as well. We won't, you know, focus on it, um, but we try and get as many kids to, you know, play the position as they want and, and uh, get as many kids out there as possible. When you see how good uh, the athletes on uh, Jackson United and Lumen Christie are, it's because we've got a great feeling when they're just toddlers, yeah. essentially. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, my son started skating when he was three. We did the track for free then. Mm -hmm. um, and then when we started spring last year, he was, he was still three. So, um, you know, the ages, it's open to all ages for the Try Hockey for Free event. Um, the ages we're trying to target are nine, um, mm -hmm. but we've got some, you know, three-year-olds that have started the program. Um, and we've got some kids that have been older. 
um, but trying to get them in early so that we can build that program up and you know hopefully have multiple house teams at each level. That way we can lead to a travel team at every division uh, all the way up through you know 18U until they choose to go play high school or we can have travel teams at yeah. that age as well. So Yeah, don't think just because your son or daughter turns seven, eight, or nine that you miss the opportunity no. to play hockey. Uh, coaches will say, listen, this is not in stone. Uh, there's plenty of development to do. Um, you know, you could start at that age and fine. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, for the Try Hockey for Free last November, um, I think we added six or seven uh, kids on to 8U team and a couple more on 10U and a couple more on 12U. So uh, absolutely, That's don't great. be afraid to get them in there. Uh, we've got great coaches throughout uh, the organization right now. So, yeah, And a whole new season of Learn to Skate starts at Optimist on uh, March 12th for all ages. So learn to skate or try hockey for free this sat or, uh, Saturday, March 5th, a week from this Saturday at uh, Optimist. Thanks for coming in. Thanks so much for having me, Bart. Andy, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. It's a resurgence of hockey in Jackson with Jaha. Tyler Griswold. The morning show wraps up after this. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Welcome back to the morning show on this two, 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 two Tuesday, and I don't think you're going to be here tomorrow. Oh, I will not be here tomorrow. So <laughs> you'll be here by yourself with uh, guests Sean Natello and Daniel Mahoney, and then I, Jennifer's going to join you on Thursday. Oh, good. Yeah, so okay. I'm going to take a few days off. You'll be back next week? Yes. All right. Take pictures. Yes. Have a good time. I will. Stay out of trouble. I will do that. Um, destination bachelor party. What could possibly go wrong? Have a good time. I will. Thank you very much. Uh, later today, uh, we invite you to join us as we welcome Kelby Wallace from MDOT, Danielle Piquette from Department on Aging. We'll preview the Home Builders Association Home and Garden Show and graphic artist, muralist Zachary Snyder all this afternoon. Thanks for watching. We'll see you then. I'm Adrian Sharp, and it's February.